Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So the urn is safe, locked away, off the line. Pride, morality, supremacy, a series. That's all up for grabs uh, through uh, this uh, final test match at the Oval when it gets underway this evening. Uh, it'll be an absorbing an absorbing finish to what's been an all-consuming six weeks. We can promise you that. And we've been lucky enough to hear it here a night in, night out on SENZ. And one of the integral members of our coverage is to not miss the beat, whether it be on the pitch or in the nets, is Bharat Sundaresan. Uh, evening to you, Bharat. Uh, can you believe it is nearly over after all this? Uh, oh, Smithy, honestly, that World Test Championship final, which did uh, take place at this very ground, the Oval, feels like uh, four years ago uh, when I came to these shores. Uh, That's really how long it feels like. Uh, it, it's been a weird kind of uh, a test summer. Uh, you know, the cricket's been fabulous. The, the action's been phenomenal. But the narratives around this Ashes series in particular, where uh, you've almost been pushed into an, having an existential crisis. Like, is what you see real? Are Australia really winners of uh, the series, or at least have they retained the ashes? Or uh, are they two and up? You don't know, because everything in English cricket right now is about, no, 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 no. What you think is a victory is a defeat. What you think is us losing is us winning. And it's been, it's been one of those strange uh, couple of months here in, uh, in England. But yeah, in a way, I'm happy it's over. I get to go back home. But yeah, everything's still to play for, uh, you know, even though Australia have uh, retained that uh, earn that uh, they, they take so much pride in retaining and just winning. But uh, Pat Cummins has said they want to win. OK, so Australia have been successful on the Oval uh, in that World Test Championship final that you pointed out. What are we uh, looking at in terms of conditions? Similar, you would imagine, for uh, this Test match? Um, I actually snuck into the ground staff area today because... Uh, my dear friend Manus Labushen was there uh, getting his uh, uh, bat fixed. Actually, he was looking for a sanding device, uh, which is always slightly, uh, you know, a, a controversial topic in Australian cricket, isn't it? <laughs> he was looking. Yes, it he was like just. It is, but he was looking for a piece of sandpaper for his bat. He just was like trying to fix the bat that he wants to use, get the weight in order. So I was just hanging around there. So the the chief groundsman was uh, 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 around the area as well. So. Uh, both Manus and I were very curious to know what the pitch would play like. And he said, the groundsman did say, did say that it'll be a little bit like the WTC final. Uh, and Manus said, well, I do remember, my fingers remember that pitch more than I do. <laughs> because if you remember, he copped quite a few blows uh, from balls mm. just jumping off a length. So I think there will be that extra bit of bounce here, uh, which generally is the case at the Oval. But um, I, I, just by looking at it, it, it does look like, um, uh, uh, it looks similar to Headingley, which means that there'll be pace, which we've not seen a lot of in the series, uh, but not a lot of uh, deviation here and there. But there, there's going to be a lot of rain tomorrow morning, or at least it's forecast. Uh, so it, there, there might be some issues with uh, starting on time. Uh, but then the weather clears out for the rest of the set as much. Fantastic. Okay, right. Let's look at uh, the two lineups. <coughs> England have stayed consistent uh, with the same team. Uh, Australia, do they pick their, their young spinner? Uh, I think they will. 
Um, I don't like. I did ask Pat Cummins if he at any point during the Manchester test he missed having a specialist spinner. I um, mean, he joked about how he missed having an off spinner, a leg spinner, a leg left arm spinner, all all sorts. Because at, there were times when he was desperate, he wanted something to go, some change, but he had uh, just Travis Head to throw the ball to and a little bit of Manas Labuschagne. So uh, I think they, it looked like just looking at training the last couple of days. Uh, Todd Murphy batted on both days. Uh, and just the way the captain and the selectors were mm. chatting with him, it looked like uh, he's, he's, he's sure to play. And it could well be uh, Australia leaving out Cameron Green, uh, which you know not many people would have thought of. You were you were in Australia last summer, uh, Smithy, and mm. you know he he is he is the future. Uh, but Mitchell Marsh has at, for now overtaken him, and Mitchell Marsh did come through a fitness test. So I think uh, that should be the lineup: three fast bowlers, Todd Murphy and Mitchell Marsh. Uh, unless, of course, someone uh, pulls up a little uh, uh, shot tomorrow morning. Okay, well, um, I think that's probably the best uh, best lineup that that uh, Australia can do. Go back to what they uh, their formula served them uh, pretty well for the last hundred tests with Nathan Lyon, but uh, a, a great chance for uh, for Todd Murphy. So uh, let's hope that happens. Right, okay. Uh, tactically, um, how do you feel about this? Is this a uh, you mentioned the weather. Is this a, a bat-first situation or a, a bowl-first situation, you feel? Uh, England will bowl first. It's maybe that's just how they play cricket these days. Don't they? they set themselves up to chase down whatever in the fourth inning. That's how they like to do it. Um, Pat Cummins is just yet to win a toss. Uh, he was asked if he's going to uh, stick. Uh, he's going to uh, stick with his baseball tactics with the toss, which is called tails every time, which has uh, foiled him on four straight occasions. In fact, or five straight occasions on this tour. Uh, so, um, if Australia win the toss, I, I think because there's some weather around uh, tomorrow or on day one, they might bowl first as well, and also to just like you know put a spanner into England's works because they're so used to doing that. Um, uh, yeah, I and mean, tactically, I think it's going to be a big test for Pat Cummins. He uh, arguably had his worst test as captain and as bowler uh, last week at Old Trafford. Uh, for once, I saw him look a little listless. Uh, he was like a, a rattled as well. And he has admitted uh, to have struggled with the ball and, and with his captaincy. So, But he says he's fresh. Six test matches in less than two months for a new captain is a bit of a stretch. But uh, he feels that he is in a good space. And uh, uh, it'll, it'll, be, it'll, be challenge. Uh, it'll be a challenge. And England have nothing to lose. So they'll be even more aggressive. That's what we've heard from their camp. Uh, so how Australia respond to it? They didn't respond too well uh, in Manchester. So they'll have to really up their game. Uh, and which is why having the spinner might help. Uh, we'll we'll decide which which way it goes because uh, Zach Crawley and Ben Duckett and everybody else is going to really come after them. So okay, let's uh, look at this test match in terms of uh, personnel, uh, Barat. We're looking perhaps uh, in a scenario here where we could be saying goodbye to uh, upwards of two to three cricketers who have mm. had uh, pretty good t- careers when you analyse them: Jimmy Anderson, David Warner, and uh, even in the press box they're talking a little about Steve Smith, which I find a bit hard to believe. Yeah, I think the Steve Smith thing was more a more a rumor uh, from uh, one of the TV commentary boxes that just floated around the press box. Uh, I, I will say this: I mean, Steve Smith does have a back issue, which does bother him, uh, and uh, you know maybe uh, he might not be the kind of Test cricketer who'll play on till he's thirty-seven, thirty-eight, like some other Aussies have. Uh, he's what thirty-four now, Smithy. So maybe he's got a year and a half for two at best uh, from here on, but I don't think he's retiring anytime soon. Uh, he's just played his 100 tests 
he had two lengthy nets uh, as always uh, yesterday and today uh, at the Oval. So he's not going anywhere. David Warner has made it very clear he wants to retire in front of his home fans at the SCG. Uh, and with Jimmy Anderson as well. I mean, Ben Stokes came out and said that uh, he's the best fast bowler ever in the history of the game. And uh, till the time Jimmy Anderson wants to keep playing, they're going to back him to do that. And the next big test tour for England is in India, uh, which would be the ultimate test for baseball, you would think. Uh, and Jimmy Anderson has had a good record in India with his reverse swing. So it will be interesting to see if he can pull himself through for another six months. Uh, so, you know, even though you think that a lot of them are nearing an end, uh, uh, maybe not. Maybe it's, please, they still have six more months. But yes, uh, having said that, it will be the last time for a lot of them to play in an Ashes series because the next Ashes series is two and a half years away. Where does uh, Anderson rate for you um, in terms of, of uh, all-time great bowlers in the world? I mean, uh, in terms of quick bowlers, uh, he has the most wickets. Where does he raise mm. played the most tests? Where does he rate for you, but uh, in terms of pecking order? Uh, I mean, in terms of longevity, he's less taken uh, it to a, to the next level. I mean, having said that, I mean the likes of uh, Richard Adley and couple they have had really long careers. Uh, and back when they were playing a lot of cricket, uh, not just for their country, but they're playing county cricket, they're playing domestic cricket. Uh, so I think in terms of longevity, he's still up there. I guess you have to put him uh, at least in the top five of all time uh, because he's done something that very few people have done, uh, which is just play over 150 test matches uh, across the world, keep himself fit. Uh, so I, I would put him in the top five, but I, I think, you know, I'll be, obviously as his captain, you have to like put your hand up and say he's the best in the world, right? To best, get the best out of him. Uh, but I, I wouldn't even say he's in my top three, uh, but top five for sure. I mean, he's been a phenomenal bowler and, uh, yeah, I mean, he has created a niche for himself with what he's done. So, uh, but uh, with all that's happened in this particular series, um, where does it, uh, and the, all the cricket you've watched, has uh, it been one of the more controversial, the more um, busy, involved type series? I, I'm, I'm struggling for an adjective, really, uh, because it just, mm. to me, it, it has, uh, this test is going to, there's something going to happen in this test. It's just not going to peter out. We know that. Um yeah. Where does it rate for you this series? Has it lived up to its expectation? <clears throat> I, I think it certainly has. A lot of comparisons were made uh, leading into it, Smithy, about with uh, the 2005 Ashes series, which has been uh, like a pinnacle series, right, for not just the Ashes, but for Test cricket in this century. Uh, but uh, it, it's just been, uh, it just told you the, the new form of cricket that England play. It just keeps you on the edge, not just because it's ultra-aggressive, it because no game seems to slip away from either team because if England are having a good day, they just seem to dominate and take the game away from the opposition. But also because it's so laden with risks, they do let the other team back as well. So it's been back and forth throughout, except maybe the two days in Manchester where uh, they were dominant and Australia were on the back foot. Uh, so it's been a fabulous series. It's been a privilege to be uh, a part of it, to witness it. Uh, and hopefully it is a grandstand finish. Because I'll be honest, the fizz seems to have come out of it, at least as far as the locals are concerned, because the ashes mm. is no longer up for grabs, which is it, which in itself is a uh, unique thing, right? Only in the ashes do you talk about retention. No other test series. Uh, so uh, I think it's 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 lived up to to its hype, uh, mm. uh, and you know, but we still can't decide which team has really had the the upper hand. So if Australia want to shut all the doubters up. 
they better win this test match and go home with a 3-1 uh, uh, like score line if not if england do manage to draw it to all they're going to tell the whole world the ashes is theirs Yep, well, they did that uh, with the 2019 Cricket World Cup, didn't they? Um, it's, a similar, it's, it's a similar scenario, really, isn't it? Uh, you know, we didn't win, we didn't lose, but you have, I'm sorry, this time around, Ben, you, you have lost. Uh, hey, Barrett, you've been fantastic. Uh, listening to your commentary is uh, outstanding and uh, making yourself available to us as well uh, for these interviews. We've really appreciated it. Uh, have a great call, uh, my friend, and uh, we may catch you uh, up in Australia towards... Uh, the end of the, this year, but enjoy uh, the last one. Should be a beauty. Thank you so much, Vidya. Always a pleasure chatting with you. And Leah, I look forward to that drink in Melbourne, uh, which is not too far away. Uh, and hopefully, Pakistan gave us a few free days as well.